0: Hi, and welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week, we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it. I'm Katie. I'm Mel. And we're your hosts. This week, we watched Blockers, directed by Kay Cannon and released in 2018. The plot of the movie goes something like this. Three parents try to stop their daughters from losing their virginity on prom night.
1: Yep. And as we do, we will give you a little spoiler-free section that tells you whether we think you should see this movie. So, should people see this movie?
0: Um, Yeah, I think. I mean, it's it's fun and funny, and if you like the kind of comedy that tends to be around at the moment this kind of like Judd Apatow-esque mm. like action comedy-esque type stuff um you know if you've seen any movies with like Leslie Mann and John Cena and Ike Baronholtz, you pretty much know where this is going but it's fun and funny and I
1: enjoyed it so yeah, yeah and it's a lot better than its premise might suggest yes that's which is really... the reason we've gone to see it because we kind of ignored this because it's the marketing behind this is kind of terrible and it makes it look like they're trying to slut shame these girls and the poster is really awful. It's like there's a rooster and the word blockers on it and it's just other stupid stuff like that. But it is actually um, better than it says on the tin.
0: Yes, it's it's not just better than it says on the tin. It's, it's almost like it's purposefully misleading marketing. And I think this is a problem that's going around at the moment with comedies
1: like yes, this. Yes, I would agree.
0: And it it really unhelpful because these are things that these are movies and shows that people like us really enjoy and they're putting us off, like actively putting us off with the marketing. Bockers is the number four movie in Australia at the moment on the box office mm. and it was playing in twice a day yeah. <laughs> in our cinema. It's like, only it's been so out bizarre. like two weeks or so. Yeah. It's very weird. It's got a, it's going in mm. weird directions. But yes, it's fun and you should see it.
1: Yeah. Um so we will I guess If you like this sort of thing. If you don't, you're probably not going to enjoy it. Yeah, no, very much if this is your thing. And, of course, as these all these movies do, there is little bit of gross-out stuff because they feel they must, um, which annoys me. I'm not really one for vomit on screen. Uh, but That know, didn't annoy me so much. I mean, like, <laughs> I've I mean, seen Standby. Oh, wait, I'm a wait, bit of a should, sympathetic. We're getting into spoilers. But I'm a sympathetic vomiter, so it bothers me, and I don't like it when it happens in everything. Right. Monty Python's Meaning of Life in just – and I don't like the diarrhea scene in *Bridesmaids*. I'm, I'm just—that's not me. That... But that is—it's a very small part of the movie, right? So, um, that that stuff is very minor. And I had fun watching this, so yes, I recommend you should watch it. But we probably should start talking spoilers. Yeah.
0: See that the vomiting didn't bother me as much as the butt chugging scene. <laughs>
1: That it was, was more annoying. It was yeah. so
0: long too. When I was mm. like, oh, can we just make it stop now, please? Yeah. Um, Which it also didn't bother me as much as the scene that you know bothered me the most at the end of the film where Leslie Mann is in her daughter's um, hotel room where I was like, I there were parts where I couldn't watch it. I was so stressed out by that scene.
1: Um, it's funny, comedy and horror have that in common. Yeah. The, whatever like your own particular things that freak you out are, it is what will freak you out in movies and it's different. With each person.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not so much that it... Well, what freaks me out is like... But it's the emotional stakes in it. Mm. So it's supposed to be tense. Mm. I don't know if it was supposed to be as tense as... I found it because there were jokes, and I was like, "I can't laugh in this scene. I'm going to throw up." Yeah, it
1: was like this is something that rarely happens in movies. You're the one who was so anxious. I could feel you beside me, like really tensed up. Yeah, normally it's the other way around. Normally I'm the one who's all tensed up, and you're like because there were there were a couple of options that could have
0: happened in that scene. Mm. One of which was a mother hearing her daughter have sex.
1: Mm, Right. Another mm.
0: one was her daughter catching her mother like in the room where she Mm. was about to have sex, and both of those are awful to me yeah they're just awful it was like it's so kind of personal and to have your mother be involved in that moment would be so horrible yeah
1: and because and, and because we've been we'd actually quite invested in this girl and her boyfriend like it's, right it's the most like, they've established the relationship quite well across the course of the movie
0: yeah and the, and also she's having such a it's it's such a nice relaxed moment for the daughter like she's having such an exciting sweet moment for her yeah. to have that ruined by her mother's presence would be really
1: yeah. Like that well, scene would be really awful and mm. it's just upsetting me. Well, and One of the things the they, they also it. do really well is they set up um her boyfriend, Austin, as a really decent kid as well. And it's the first time for both of a dork. Yeah. It's the first time for both of them. Yeah. And there's like lots of, you know, active consent. And like, they really, you really know that these two want to do this. Yeah. And it's nice. It's so nice. But I, I don't know. I just thought that was, I did not have the same problem. I, I just, I don't know. I guess I just figured she was going to get out of there. But see, that's the thing in,
0: in, almost any scene like that in any TV show or movie the person who is snooping gets caught gets caught yeah i know they've done it already in this movie mm, mm. so like there was the possibility of that was hovering over the scene and that's mm. where i was just like if that
1: happens that's horrible the worst. like it's
0: just it would be well, so it ruins mean. the
1: whole night and it means that she doesn't get what she wants either because yeah. that, that if they find the mother the stakes are quite high if they find the mother they're not having sex that night that's right. it's just it's all over yeah, exactly. So it was just really like I don't know. That was that was more well, tense I, yeah, than almost any I other. I just think scene. I really like a quiet place. The whole movie never made me as tense as that scene made me. I just think I I liked it because Leslie Mann did such good work there. Like she she doesn't have any lines because it's just her. But the whole the whole scene of her realizing that she needs to step back and this is okay, and her daughter's an adult and she's done her job and. This is actually okay, an okay thing for her daughter to want that. All that work in her face through that whole scene, I just really, I, like, I thought that was really good.
0: Yeah. Just before the daughter came in, that was great. <laughs> once the daughter and her boi- her boyfriend came in, I was like, oh, no. But there's also, no. oh, there's a, that continues
1: through her getting through the room, though. I couldn't, like, I couldn't. She Oh, no. Once, when, she, when she's behind the chair and she looks up and she yeah. kind of looks too long because she's so like she's like this is just the sweetest and then she like commando crawls out and it's yeah adorable. once that
0: happened i was okay because i was like oh she is gonna yeah, yeah when she got electrocuted i got really worried because <laughs> i was like oh no she's gonna pass out back there yes. and be in the room the whole time oh, and then god. they'll find her at the end or something like that and that oh god i just i just <laughs> mm. really, like it was I don't know. It would have been so mean-spirited, I think, if yeah. she had been found. I think that I was I think that it, the, the I reason
1: just... I didn't think it was going to happen is because the earlier scene at the, um, Austin's parents' house <laughs> where they also don't get caught, I think it's a kind, It's not the kind of movie where that, I don't know, I just didn't get that vibe from the movie that they were mm. going to go that way. Um, because the, one of the reasons this is better than when you just read out the one sentence premise is because it's the parents who are the butt of the joke here, not yes. the girls. The other thing about that also
0: is the movie title is wrong. The female version of block jo- block cock blocking, <laughs> cock blocking bleh, bleh, bleh. the female version of b- cock blocking is called clam jamming, which is mm. hilarious and also would have been like jamming would have been a funnier title, I think, or something like that. Something that mm. was less blockers is just kind of mean. I don't know. Yeah, it's also gross. It's just there's a grossness to it.
1: Yeah, and but again, one of the things that I liked about this was like, also with all the sexual humor, it was like penises were the butt of the joke, and it wasn't <laughs> yeah. like, but only in like a sort of loving and
0: stupid way. I yeah, I was kind of glad that. Chad didn't end up being the butt Not of many jokes because I grateful. thought that could
1: have been really mm-hmm. like Revenge of the Nerds style mean, and it didn't. Like, yeah. and well, this was the thing. All those boys were like, I know Connor was a drug dealer, but all those boys were kind of decent kids. Connor's character in this kind of reminded me of um
0: of John Cena's character in Sisters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um but the kid who played him was actually really good. Like all um, of the boys were good. Yeah, the boys were good. The, the kid who played Austin was fine but not as memorable. Mm. Um the kid who played Connor I thought was the most memorable of the three boys just mm. cuz he he just Kind of, he had the funnier lines, and mm. he was just a funnier sort of yeah. more magnetic personality. I think that couple was the most interesting of the three yes, to me, definitely, because um, the girl was also the best yeah. of the girls. she was Kayla, the yeah, she was good too. Um, Geraldine
1: Viswanathan? Viswanathan, yeah, Viswanathan, who we think is Australian. Um, but yeah, they they were probably the most magnetic of the couples. But I, I just, yeah, there isn't. It's actually. A it doesn't make fun of its teenage protagonists. No. They're not the butt of the joke the parents are. And then, like, yeah, the sex stuff is, like, jokes about the ridiculousness of sex, mm. especially, like, um, heterosexual sex. It's not about uh, – yeah, it, it, this could have gone in a very different direction and it didn't.
0: Yeah. And the three girls all have different experiences and, and mm. that sort of thing. So yeah. Yeah. I also thought poor Chad was kind of being played for a fool, but – didn't do that which was
1: no I mean, but also I she was probably my favorite like Sam I don't know I just I think she's the nerdy brown head one so, I had
0: a moment again where I was like yeah she was my favorite too and then you were like oh no wait Sam
1: is not the no, sporty the, the, ner- the nerdy brown head one with glasses is my favorite of course but I I can you felt her anxiety like it came off the screen and you can imagine her like racing around and being like well this guy, my lab partner, let's just—he'll come to the dance with me. Like, I can, I can feel her anxiety about not getting a date, and like, I, I, he—I don't feel like he was being played. I feel like it was there was a bit of mutual benefit in that. Like, yeah, she, but
0: he didn't know that. Like, she had all this like questioning about her sexuality through the night, mm. and he just thought that he, she liked him. And mm. I
1: don't—that
0: and could that she have was gone, nervous, and yeah, yeah, that could have gone in a really different way to what yeah. it went in, and they they balanced really well, like. Mm. not making the guys jerks
1: and things like no. that. And and Chad, you know, seemed to figure himself out and he was DJing at the end of the party. and
0: Yeah. But even then, I mean, did he ever, like, I don't know, it must, might have been a hard night for him after that experience that he had with her and then mm. seeing her kissing a girl on the dance floor. But anyway. They don't, they
1: don't deal with that. that they don't. Gets... I
0: was a bit, I, I thought they could have. Because mm. the, the thing is, all the parents and the kids all mirror each other in that, like, Leslie Mann and her daughter like the main Julie, ones
1: a weird name for a teenager by the way yes
0: they're, they're like the main ones right mm. they're like the kind of the ones that most of the plot yeah hinges on. around yeah and then john cena and his daughter are like the funny ones yes and then most funny of the and ac- sporty the, the most of the like surprising emotion comes from ike baron holtz and his daughter yeah. um so and and ike baron like he was my favorite in this movie. I already like Ike Baron Holtz anyway. Mm. Um, I I just there's something about him that I really like. Um, I like watching him mm. on screen. But he had all of the jokes that made me laugh the hardest in this movie. I nearly died because I choked on my popcorn when he um when he was like whatever the female version of a beard is a merkin, and I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, I just I yeah. I mm-hmm. aspirated my popcorn and then I had to cough it back up and my throat still hurts. Um, that was a – he did
1: have um, some particularly good lines. And he's very – like he is um, – he's a stand-up comedian. or He's an improv guy. Yeah. Um, like Leslie Mann. But he's just really good at delivering that kind of th- – those kind of – bits of humor, but there's also, he has a lot of stuff that just like slips right past you. Like the bit where he puts his fingers in his mouth and he tries to whistle and he can't whistle. That was the funniest joke in the movie to me. And nobody else was like, I was dying. Nobody makes anything of it and he just does it. And it's like happens in the background, but there's several lines like that. Like when they're trying to get into the teenage party and he's like, how can I be cops? I had two DUIs last year. Like he's hilarious, but they all, his lines are really like just slipped in there. Like they just come at you so fast. Yeah. In the middle of other things. Well, the the thing is also, like, and it's not just that he
0: can't whistle. He goes, like, (laughs) the other two just
1: ignore him completely. And they didn't even, it's like they didn't even see it. And this movie was, this movie was an ad. the absolute champion of doing, like, a sight gag in the background while something else is going on in the foreground. Oh, uh, but the thing is, I think... And that was, was the sight gag in the background while the other two were off doing something else yeah. in the
0: foreground. But that's the thing is that, like, John Cena and Leslie Mann in this are, like, doing big performances. Mm, and I, Baron big. Holtz is doing a much smaller perform. Like, yeah. he's the straight guy. But he can't he's not a straight guy, he's too funny for that. So all of his jokes are like kind of this like Well he's like also, yeah.
1: frustrated, flat kind of thing. And it's and just so funny. When he's not really the straight guy because that character doesn't lend itself to being the straight um, guy. Like and he has the most he also I think has the most interesting character journey hmm. from like the party dad, the fun dad, through to like being the one that his daughter feels comfortable to come out to. So like there he also has like the most like emotional work to do along the way. And yeah, does but really also well.
0: his um his reasons for ending up going along cuz he mm. he tries to stop them in the beginning which is yeah. also really funny. Um went in the car,
1: that car is, scene uh, is so well put together. Yeah. That's that must have taken so much work to like direct and do that. Those and it was great. It was so well done. Um
0: but um he, the, his reasons for going along with it are so much better than the others, but also mm. his kind of Character arc and what we assume about him in the beginning, as opposed to the end and yeah. things like that, he gets the he does have the most to do because we know the least about him as mm-hmm. one of the parents and his kind of reasons for not being there and all of that stuff is so emotionally truthful. Yeah, and but um, he also
1: and at the beginning, of course, he comes like he he comes in like he's got to play off a of handicap because he, he comes in with you know, like. Skidding in in the back yeah. of a limo with, he's the one who's like they put send their daughters off to kindergarten. He's like, should we get a drink? Should we get yeah. a drink? Should we get a drink? And like, so he, he they set him up for the audience to kind of hate him yeah. at the start. Like he's got this deadbeat dad persona, and then that gets unravelled.
0: Yeah, it's really good. He's, I mean, mm. it really is. He's to me, he's the MVP. Um, but I just also remembered the scene where June Diane Raphael <laughs> tries to who is also, I just love June. I could watch June and Ike Baronholtz hate each other for like like a lot longer than we got. That was really mm-hmm. funny to me. But um when she tries to like console her daughter and is really, really bad. Oh at my it, god.
1: Like everything she but, said but is also, wrong. But Hannibal Barris, the stepfather, has started to try and she's just terrible at it. Yeah. She jumps in like as though you're doing the wrong thing and he's just like, um, <laughs> Although I'm baffled as to how June Diane Raphael, who's
0: quite tall, and Ike Barinholtz, who's very tall, managed to have a daughter who is so too tiny. tiny. <laughs> like She has to stand on a chair to be the same height as Ike Barinholtz. Like, a, like stand on the couch yeah. to be the same height as Ike Barinholtz. I have She's no idea how tiny. tall
1: June Diane Raphael is. So she looked a lot taller than her
0: daughter. Yeah, and she—I don't think she was. Like, she was wearing heels in the scene later with Hannibal Burris, where she's taller than him. Mm. Um, also, they've played a couple twice, apparently. Mm. June Dane and Raphael and Har- Hannibal Burris. Yeah, or Baris. Yeah, right. Maybe Buress.
1: I. Yeah, it's funny because you don't actually notice that like Barinholtz is tall. Like, well, because
0: he—he's well, also with John Cena, who's yeah, so who huge. is huge. Yeah. Um, John Cena, by the way, is not just huge. His face kind of looks like a gargoyle. Like he's—it's so big and it just all pulls down yeah like i couldn't stop seeing that i noticed it really early on in the movie and then for Mm. the rest of the movie i couldn't stop noticing it and leslie mann has like little tiny delicate features and she's she's got a little tiny tiny,
1: delicate face she's always yeah so watching
0: john cena next to leslie mann was just kind of strange
1: yeah like i don't know how those two people have such a short daughter because gideon adlin is like tiny as well um and yeah she's meant to be 17 or whatever i assume she's probably an actual adult she's gonna be all 18 yeah but if
0: they're at prom right, right at
1: the very end of year 12 yeah i assume yeah. they're all adults i guess but still 17 or 18 definitely adult height probably like she probably yes. doesn't have much yeah. more growing to do
0: oh yeah that was another thing when um not sam kayla kayla is talking to her dad and she says um What's so bad about sex anyway and he's mm. like I don't know I really didn't think that that's what they were going to do with that scene it just didn't feel
1: completely right I yeah it it was interesting actually because that that actually is really good because you can get John Cena a little bit to do like because he's actually you actually see it work through his face like you see his jaw unclench and stuff and he's like and he's, and he, you know, because you know what he's been like with his wife, he's thinking about how, oh yeah, wait, I do like sex, and it is fun, and it's something that yeah, I but, did. Like, you like, you kind of, you see all that happen in but his I face. Mean, if you're talking to your teenage daughter and
0: she and she mm. says, "What's so bad about sex?" Anyway, you go, "Oh well, pregnancy, STDs, all of that." Like, mm. you know, it's it's really strange. Mm. And there's a there's a, also like the movie is very carefully constructed around consent, mm. but they don't talk a lot about. What would happen if there wasn't any? Yeah. So um, that's kind of like, I guess, to keep the comedy light or something like that. Mm. Um, but yeah,
1: his wife was also a great, great character, like the most serious character oh, yeah. in the but movie. But she was also really good. And it was funny when the daughter starts um, parroting back what her mother had said yeah. earlier, because um, she's clearly been listening to that.
0: Yeah. Um, I also really love the very, the credit scene mm. where John Cena. <laughs> was playing sex games in the door to walk yeah
1: but also they're completely failing at playing sex games like bumping into walls and there's yes. nothing sexy about it
0: well that's the thing it wasn't sexy in the first no. place either when
1: Gary Cole and Gina Gershon were playing it oh but they God. were having fun Gary Cole, matters. Gary Cole has like two scenes in this movie and he's having so much fun yes and he also gets to get his dick out and he's yeah. quite happy about it
0: yeah but also, like, and, and, you know, I didn't see Gina Gershon at the beginning. like No. The, and then when she came out of the house, I'm like, of oh, course yep. it's Gina Gershon because it's about sex. But yeah. um, I just really liked that they were so, like happy and yeah. like, in love and still having sex and everything. That it was, was really nice. Well, they were
1: great. And also they had this great like really open relationship with their son. Yeah. Like, oh, we were having sex and your friend's parents turned up. Yeah. And like he's talking to them about losing his virginity and like he's, what he's... Which is why he trusts them to tell them what he's up to that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the
0: three main kids
1: do not tell their parents no. what they're doing
0: because they can't trust them, clearly. Mm. Obviously, because no, this is what they're getting This is to. what that happens, yeah. I think also like the bond that convinced me the most between parent and child was like baron holtz and yeah and his daughter
1: well it just felt very sort of real i did i did like the stuff that they did with um john cena and kayla where Mm. they where they had the whole coach um sports thing like she's clearly into sports and she has to like explain things to him in baseball metaphors or whatever this might
0: be a little mean but i think she's a better actor than he is mm. And I mean, he was he was really funny in this movie, but John Cena really only does funny. Yeah. Um. Whenever he had to do the sincere stuff, it didn't quite work. But and so she's Holt pulling a lot of the weight in those scenes, mm. whereas he's not quite as
1: good as she is. Yeah. And again, with Gideon Adlin and um, like Baron Holtz, there's just the most going on there. Mm. There's the most serious stuff, and they between the two of them, they have the two biggest journeys of the night to go through. Yeah. Also, the two of them are, are probably. Um. I, well, no, that's not true. Um, the John Cena's daughter is also really good, but she's also um Gideon Adlin's a really good little actress. Yes. and they she, the, between the two of them, they they do it really well.
0: Yeah, the thing about her, the re- I think just the reason that I didn't find her as compelling is because she's less funny. Yeah, it's not to do with the actress; it's to no. do with the fact well, that like. Kayla mm. is the funniest of the kids yes. and she's really, really magnetic to watch and yeah, really like, Geraldine funny Vistel to watch. Jonathan is
1: really good. Yes. Like, she is genuinely going to be a breakout star. She's great. I, I
0: would hope so. She's fantastic. I mean, they clearly went, like, this girl is great and mm. then went, we'll put her in the movie and we'll make the mum Indian. Like, mm. it was really clearly, you know, yeah. a decision based around the casting of that girl, which was great because yeah. it gave some um, – Diversity to the class. Diversity, but diversity you don't normally see as well. Mm. Like, there's not a lot of Indian girls in movies. No.
1: Um. So that was really cool. And and they were also able to um. Like, there's that little bit at the beginning where um. Mike Barinholtz talks about watching Asian porn, and and John says like, my wife is Asian, and then he he like tries to walk her back by saying, but she's Indian, and like that that was just like it was very light touch joke, but it's one of those ones where Mm. like that's. It's, it's a good one to put in a movie like this because it actually gives people a script to work from Yeah, when that kind of stuff happens in real life to them. Yeah. So I, I thought that was a nice little touch too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the whole cheating on his wife thing too. And then he's like, well, she did too. Yeah. not know anything about that, but anyway. Yeah, I could. I definitely would be interested in seeing more of the relationship between like Baron Holtz and June Diane Raphael and Hannibal Buress mm, yeah. play out. Like oh that my would God. have been. But that's the thing. That whole storyline could have been its own movie, really. Mm. Um, because the daughter ha- dealing with the fallout of her choices on prom night would have also been interesting. Yeah, as opposed to the other two whose stories were just done. You know, yeah. they were going to have sex. One did, and one didn't, and mm. um, it was yeah. The scene where um. Kayla decides not to have sex is really cute too. I was really,
1: it made me really happy. I I thought that was really nice with her and Connor because it it also gives a full negotiation of consent. Like you see it with the other two. Like it's sort of more, they are clearly more into each other and that's where it's going. But it's a, it's a, like a nice negotiated consent. All three couples do.
0: Yeah. Cause, but the, um, Sam and Chad are further along Mm. in the whole process. But, like even then
1: there's a lot of negotiation of consent yeah, and stuff like that. Absolutely. And right and also right up to like they're in bed, they've taken clothes off. There's always it's always a negotiation. Mm. No matter what you're doing or how far along you are, it's not like inevitable. And I think it was there were all those conversations were handled really well. Yeah. And shown really well. That was good. I liked that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I liked it too. It was nice. Um, it was it's almost like <laughs> watching the kids as a break from watching the adults. Mm-hmm. In this movie, because watching the adults sometimes, I mean, I really
1: didn't like the butt chugging scene. was so
0: It was awful, long, and I was just yeah. like, "Oh God!"
1: I just, yeah, but bo- the gross out bodily stuff is just not something I'm into.
0: And there's some like it's just a little like
1: homophobic, like, homo- yeah,
0: yep. Even though they never sort of
1: <sighs> directly say it. Yeah.
0: it, yeah, but it is homophobic. Well, they they try yeah. to directly avoid anything yeah. homophobic, and yet it it is homophobic.
1: Well, uh, well, there is also a bit with um, uh, John Senior and his daughter when he's broken into the hotel room at the very end where he starts to cry and Mm. she's like toughen up. And I was like, you know what, that's – I get that this is what the two of you have always told each other, but it's kind of nice that he cries. Oh, he cries so much in this movie It's (laughs) adorable. Like he cries
0: when it's her first day and everything. The first day was really awkward and I think the movie kind of has Mm. trouble getting back from that. The the beginning of the movie is actually hard to –
1: through Mm, it's oh god oh that's right the pacing i'm going to talk about the pacing because it's very odd it's really awkward like there was a point in the movie where someone in the row in front of us turned their phone on and i saw that it was 1 30 and we the movie only started at like 12 35 and i was like oh i thought we were nearly finished um the way it was just kind of really odd it was a really long bit at the start to get through and then um just the way it built up and resolved things like it There was a number of points where the movie felt like it was starting to wind down too much. Um, There was too big of a, like, denouement and then start again. It was a bit weird. I didn't notice
0: that exactly.
1: I I actually didn't notice that
0: at all. Um, Once it got moving, once Mm. the actual plot part got moving, I didn't ever feel that. The bit where the the car... Where well, they were on the side of the
1: road where they decided to yeah. do all of the, like... I think that's the point about the fallout. Yeah. And I realized we were only an hour in and I was like, huh. No, but that doesn't seem at all like
0: the end to me. That felt very much like the end of, like, Act Two. Mm. You know, like that part where every... No, that, I, that I, know, I knew it
1: wasn't going to be the end, but it also sort of felt like we'd been too long up leading up to that point. Mm. where something really started to happen. I, I had real issues with the pacing. It just was all over the place to my to me. Yeah, once it got started,
0: I didn't have problems, like I said. But and also, like I feel like it could have actually done more wrap up than it did. Well, that's the
1: thing the, the um all the good st- there's a really good like last half hour that kind of packs in all this really cool stuff, and they could probably have had I think more time in that stuff.
0: Yeah, but that's also very much the last. Act because it's in the last location right. and yes, all that stuff. So that wasn't like I the, I could see that act structure of this movie. It's just the first act was hard to get through and felt yeah. very long, mm. and then the rest of it was okay to me. But like there are definite I, sometimes you spend way too long with the parents mm. and yeah, we need a, you Break. know catch up with the other guys and we don't get it for a long time and things mm. like that. Yeah, I I also think the pacing was kind of all over the place, but not in the same way I guess apart from the beginning. And the beginning is just, it's really awkward and I don't feel the connection between Leslie Mann and her daughter. I'm not a big fan of Catherine Newton. I've seen her in a few things and mm. she's never really impressed me. No, she's,
1: yeah, she, she's done some high profile stuff. Like she was in Lady Bird and um, Three Billboards and mm. she was in Big Little Lies and just, she could it could be anybody playing that part. Like it does, I don't, get a special like any kind of special feeling about that particular
0: actress i was gonna say do you know who it reminds me of and then i was like i can't remember who she is <laughs> it's somebody that we've seen yeah. something recently where she's little and blonde one and of those I was like, yeah generic she could be anybody one um, of those
1: generic face blind blondes and just doesn't really stand out and this just is in my head because i watched um, spider-man homecoming again last night and-, and gallery rice who is like a small blonde really stands out Mm. even in everything that she does, even though in Spider-Man she's got like this tiny sort of side role. Mm. She just like has a real presence about her. But this girl was perfectly fine, but it feels like we've said this about a few young blonde teen, 20 something actresses in the last little while. Like, She's fine, but I can't not going to remember her from all the others.
0: Well, this is the thing. I I was thinking, do you know who she reminds me of? And I'm trying to think of what movie we even Mm. saw this girl in where I was like, she could be anybody. I don't even remember her. No. But I then thought of, like, the girl from Happy Death Day who was the the opposite opposite of that, that, who was so memorable – that, like, I now want to see something else with mm. her in it. And, like, why can't they cast more people like her? Yeah, yeah. Even though I still think she looks like Blake Lively. Um, yeah. But, like, she's so kind of, yeah, it just, she's just so, um, Catherine Newton was just so, I maybe there was, like, an acting kind of gulf there as well mm. and that Leslie Mann is better. But it never felt, they never felt like mother and daughter at all to me. Mm.
1: It just didn't feel yeah. real Which at all. of all of them, Leslie Mann actually has kids that age. Yeah. So you would think she'd be, you know, like.
0: Well, it, it wasn't. It wasn't so much her as like the. It was the connection between mm. them, you know, like. She seemed to be trying her hardest, and she she did did all the right things. Mm. But I never really felt like they were mother and daughter. Mm. Like it didn't really pay off
1: exactly. No, I, I didn't hate the um, the relationship between them. I just kind of. It was less exciting to me. Like I liked where they were going with it, with the whole like single mum who'd become so sort of attached to the role of being a single mum that she thought she was her daughter's friend. That's an interesting kind of character journey. But it just didn't the thing, it also, like, kind of play out the way I hoped it would. Yeah,
0: it it doesn't – There's, I think it's
1: just not enough from Julie to show what she's – Her side of it. Yeah. Yeah, because like, you really get that from Leslie Mann's side. You really kind of – Know exactly where she's what she feels, whereas the daughter. I mean, you do. The daughter has been given some perfectly appropriate lines, which are that like she's had a different experience. This is just her mum. This is she's. It's time for her to branch out. You know, she has to live her own life. But she, yeah. you don't see the um the connection between her and her mum the same way you see her mum and her.
0: Yeah, I think there's a there's a problem in that she. The movie wants to show that she does love her mother, Mm. but also that she wants to pull away from her. Right. But it only ever goes to like two extremes on that. Yeah. Like she's either all doe-eyed at her mother or
1: I hate you. Mm. I I, I will be gone. Like I will be definitely gone. It's It's not a more subtle like way, which I think perhaps the script might have written, but she has doesn't quite get there, which is... You know, the whole, like, I love you, but you drive me crazy, but I also need to have my own life kind of thing, which yeah. Yeah, I feel a bit suffocated stuff. Yeah, it
0: feels like it's only one thing or the other with yeah. her. Like, she's either, you know, mm. weirdly yeah, so, doe-eyed, yeah. kind of or adoring. She, yeah, or... and
1: then, yeah, and then she has a whole, most of the night, she's like, oh, whatever, my mom is stupid. And then, like, she has this snap change, which probably could be more... It, it, it's, yeah, the others change more a, subtly. Re, we don't see like, a resolution she, scene between them. No, she turns on a dime with the mother and like starts deciding to answer her phone calls and everything. And yeah. a little bit, it's got a little bit to do with Austin, you know, talking about how his relationship with his parents works. But um, you just, she just kind of snaps change and there's no sort it doesn't yeah. actually resolve between the, the last two of them. thing
0: that we see between the two of them
1: is her yelling at
0: her right and and, and the other two we see her leaving and they're like oh i love you and
1: the dads and, the dads get a conversation with their daughters yeah whereas leslie mann and julie don't
0: yeah and i mean because partly because that's how the night has to end for them but yeah. they don't actually talk out the resolution mm. for it
1: yeah, like there's no sort of anything the next morning or No. Um I,
0: I feel like there might have been some stuff cut from this movie as well mm, because there was a very awkward transition There was oh, a few of those. When um with the Uber dri- the Lyft driver who takes yeah, them yeah. he's he like Mike Baron Holtz makes a really big deal out of saying his name a bunch of times. Yeah. But we never meet him. Uh-huh. So I feel like there might have been a scene there that got cut. Yeah. Um I feel like there might have been some more resolution. Between also between Sam kissing Angelica. Oh yeah. And then it's a smash cut to them all dancing without and and Angelica and then it's the end no, of the and, night.
1: Well, Angelica actually is in the, in the shot. She's just over to the side. Okay. It's really weird. Well, it's a bit like how they don't really resolve Chad either. Yeah. Like Chad, clearly Chad is a little bit delighted that he ended up coming even though like they didn't up having sex. But there's no like proper her coming out to Chad and saying, you know, this is what's happened. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to lead you astray. I'm, you know going off to do this now just like smash cut everybody's dancing um she's kissed this girl and then nothing else and then they're all driving off to um california together with connor at the wheel like of all people yeah you would think people. it would be
0: austin yeah it's weird um, um and austin's not even in the but car. i think it was showing that those two are still together yeah yeah more than anything but mm. yeah it was odd which is good because they're very cute together even though connor is definitely there's a lot of drugs that's a lot yeah. of drugs the very loose attitude towards drugs mm-hmm. in these movies is interesting.
1: Oh, like, I know. It's never
0: discussed either. And there's never
1: any, like, real consequences. By no. the time um, Kayla goes to have sex, she's completely sobered up from all the serious drugs she's been taking with-
0: with Well, John Connor. Cena sobers up really quickly, too. Yeah. That, just thinking about the car with its nose in the thing <laughs> and stepping up makes me laugh. They lean back in and respond. it moves forward. Was really oh great. My God. We don't even see them get out. I don't know how they did. No, It's so funny to me. Yeah, that was really funny. And all, all, th- all of that stuff dealing with that, those things were really funny.
1: Yeah, and and yes, and then we're gonna push that car over <laughs> and then it
0: explodes for no reason. I but mean, anyway,
1: petrol leaking, this, beer leaking.
0: This unslow, uh, no, this this slow and unfurious attitude of yours has got to stop. Have you ever even seen the Fast and the Furious movie? I like Baron Holtz is a gem in this movie. He very. Genuinely much is. everything, like almost everything that makes me laugh about this movie came from him. Mm. Like he made me laugh so much. I just I think he's so great. Mm. I also think he's really cute. That might also, you know, be right. Um, a- uh. Be contributing towards my attitude towards him. But I just he had the most emotional the biggest emotional arc and the funniest lines. Mm. So yeah, to me he was the best thing in it.
1: Mm. Should we wrap up? Sure. What are we giving I it? didn't
0: think it was a, like – I really liked Game Night. I think Game, yeah, night, game night was is kind of excellent. my – excellent.
1: And no toilet humor. Yes. Slash vomit humor.
0: Kind of gross humor sometimes, but it was more gore humor. Mm. Um, but Game Night is like my kind of bench pole at the moment. Yeah. Is that right? Benchmark. Benchmark. My benchmark at the moment for um, comedies because, like, yeah. that one was so good. The pacing was good. It was really funny. Mm. The, everybody was kind of on point – Um, Mm. whereas this one was kind of a bit more all over the place. Yeah. So I think blockers is like, but it was really funny as well. Yeah. So I'm tossing it between like three and three and a half stars.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to go for three because I did find it a bit all over the place, even though I laughed a lot. And especially once you start, like there's the questions that don't get answered. Yeah. Um, kind of bug me.
0: They bug me too. That was my, yeah. It's a bit all over the place. The performances aren't as like, they're not as uniform, it it feels a bit also like some people are in, are doing different things in the movie. Yeah. It's a little less kind of tight and together. So, yeah, I I don't know. Somewhere in there for me. Mm-hmm. I'll say three,
1: two. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. If you would like to read the show notes or find old episodes, they're on silverscreenqueens.com, which domain renews this week. So we're just about to hit our fifth birthday. Wow, really? Yeah. And if you'd like to find us on social media, we're at Screen underscore Queens on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash Silver Screen Queens and Tumblr.SilverScreenQueens.com on Tumblr. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.